every film is a startup and every and it's like a classic entrepreneur where you need to redefine it every time and uh, it's interesting and uh, just keep doing it and 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 it all makes sense and money will always follow you if you tell good stories Hi everyone I'm Pankaj Mishra and you are listening to the Outliers podcast It's a podcast a series of conversations with outliers So today I'm very excited to be sitting down with Gunit Monga who is a founder of Sikhya Entertainment I have known Gunit only for a couple of years uh, and the reason uh, I have been watching what she does and how is you know among very few people who have adapted to the new age of storytelling and cinema uh, you know we all talk about disruption because of Netflix and and so on uh, we all know Gunit your involvement with movies like Gangs of Wasseypur Lunchbox and so on but now you won an Oscar for a documentary a Netflix documentary it's been quite a journey so i thought i could sit down with you and understand if you know the secret sauce or whatever you call it uh take us through uh, this journey of learning that that you had uh and then let's talk about what does it take to build entertainment product in the new age huh? so let's start Uh, with start like what has taken for you to come this far thank you for having me over firstly i'm a, i follow your work too and it's been great having you as a friend last few years and knowing so much from you i feel uh, you know somewhere um we were always the outliers we were always the people from outside the industry uh so there wasn't much access to the large family business um of massive actors and uh, and the and the and the filmmaking uh, gang when i started in 12 years ago and uh, i think the stories that i was drawn to be it my amongst the first dasvidanya or that girl in yellow boots or up to masan lunchbox shahid shaitan were always really really interesting stories needed to be told and needed to be told now and we wanted to go do it and we always found some crazy creative way to finance it go make it and uh, put it out in the universe somehow <clears throat> initially there used to be a lot of frustration that we don't get our share of theaters we don't get our share of cinemas we don't have enough uh <clears throat> we don't have enough publicity budgets like the big bollywood movies have hence we don't we can't do <clears throat> hence we can't do pan india marketing and uh, resulting in not getting enough shows uh doing apologetic theatrical releases and fighting the multiplex mafia you know that you guys created so many screens to give it to smaller films but multiple shows on multiple screens go to big films when they release 80% of cinemas are now showing big films so where where was the room for launching or releasing a masan or releasing a uh, haram khor or releasing a monsoon shootout <clears throat> so largely that's been 
a part of journey but i don't think that ever led us to not continue making stuff it just was a battle we were ready to fight always and i only realize now that uh, my buyers are there now with the with the borders uh, diminishing with the rise of digital uh, now is the place to celebrate masan and shaitan and shahid <clears throat> and haram khor which is amongst the top films of netflix uh, been watched we do end up doing more eyeballs digitally obviously and uh, independent filmmaking is is uh, celebrated by these studios by amazon netflix uh, by hotstar and by you know uh, more than uh, even uh, gec and more than theatrical so this window has now merged uh, there is a boom in india with uh, access to mobiles access to cheap data access to geo access because of geo because of um the revolution that digitally has happened and our pool of consumers have significantly grown um digitally so there is i think the first time now i feel money is chasing content that time has now come where um, there is a hunger for good content which i feel the family business the film family business can only limitedly fill only now is the time for uh, good yeah. story good storytellers to merge because there are people waiting to sign checks for them and uh, i strongly believe that our bollywood will turn into a fully running industry in this decade in this coming up decade where there will be where where there will be a lot influx of newer people where there will be influx of newer generation of actors directors writers showrunners especially with premium dramas the need of premium dramas merging limited series premium dramas so this 10 years will make it an industry nice that sums up the context very well yeah uh, let's now get into making a product <laughs> with this kind of a context maybe it's 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 also a good idea to pick a uh, period itself uh because i remember talking to you i think last year or year before sometime you were talking about a bunch of kids who had come they were studying something i very vaguely recollect some of those things if if you were to pick a period as a product uh, and, and it also included things like kickstarter campaign yes. uh take me through that journey like mm-hmm. how did you build it so it started with school girls in oakwood school in north hollywood and uh, they work under a organization they there is an organization that works at schools called girls learn international which is a part of feminist majority movement these are all um, un based organization that works with school girls on reproductive rights on menstruation hygiene and through their program they found out and these are literally 12 14 year old school girls they found out that there is um lack of menstruation hygiene in india in parts of africa and parts of in villages and girls drop out from school because there's so much shame there is lack of education and they thought that that we want to do something about it and they had 
an amazing English teacher called Melissa Burton. And I just want to pause for a minute and celebrate Melissa Burton because such English teachers are ones we we aspire to make movies on and we write books about and we grew up loving them and we talk about this to the generation coming that we had an English teacher. So Melissa Burton is the idle English teacher that one could ever have and she encouraged them to say, okay, what do you want to do about it? Let's do something. So that led to them reaching out to the organization that they work with and they said, can you find us a partner organization in India and understand how we can help? So through Girls Learn International, reaching out to Feminist Majority Movement, which is their parent organization, reached out to a partner organization here in India called Action India. And Action India works in a village called Hapur for the last 40 years. And uh, they've been working on reproductive rights and education and hygiene and doing conversations and they have workers on floors and, and raising money and, and doing, you know, lots of programs, Beti Bachao, Beti Padhao, lots of these. Um... So then uh, they were like, this is Apar, uh, um, Apar agenda and we really want to, we are working on this. and. And we would love to have help of getting a pad machine. Muruganatham's pad machine was getting popular. These girls ended up raising $2,000 in bake sales in yoga thons, 10 of them. And they raised money by selling cookies and cakes. And they donated $2,000 to Action India to buy one pad machine. Mm-hmm. When they bought a pad machine, then the operation of it became a challenge. Raw material was tough to get consistently then money for raw material, then there is another $1,000 for a year-round supply of raw material. Um, when, again, through bake sales and yoga thons. All this took like a couple of years to just understand, get around, to be able to send this money to Action India. And then when this machine was installed, uh, they figured that electricity is a problem. You know, there's no consistent electricity. Machine goes kharab uh, here and there. And um, then they needed to hire an electrician on standby who would come so that the machine working could be sustainable. Getting to a point on how do you make a self-sustaining unit? How do you make employment for a few women and make a self-sustaining unit? And uh, how much they need to produce and how much can they sell and at what price point? These are really large questions for a small NGO and a village and few women to be answered answering that's when the English teacher thought, let us document the process of donating one pad machine. Maybe we can document something that happens on ground over a year. And then we can uh, hopefully uh, show that movie and raise more money. And uh, we can uh, also educate more people on what it helps. And then we can say, basis this movie, more units can be formed and it will help Action India launch more units and more understanding of how to do this. That led to them doing a Kickstarter campaign because now they wanted to make a movie and raise $40,000. And you can see the Kickstarter campaign online. All these girls came together to do a, do a Kickstarter campaign and raise, successfully raised $40,000 again through their envi- immediate environment and reach out and the school and Oakwood School, all the parents helping. One of the parents is a woman called Stacy Sher, uh, who's been my mentor for the last six years, and she's produced all of Tarantino films, Quentin Tarantino films. She's produced Erin Brockovich, uh, Soderbergh movies. 
incredible producer in the world and uh, I love her work and love her journey and uh, we were jury in Zurich six years ago and we've stayed in touch since and I and I take pride in calling her my mentor and I love going to LA all the time and sitting down with her for those lunches and just understanding where the world is and where the world of storytelling is and how I take that information and adapt to my practices in India. So she reached out to me saying, my daughter and her friends need to make this movie in India. Can you help? We don't have a producer. There are all these young girls. Can you be the producer on it? I was like, sure. I know Maggie. I know her from six years ago. That When, I'm, when she reached out to me, her daughter Maggie was 12 years old. So I know her when we were together in Zurich and we've met so many times. I was like, sure, what do they need? Simultaneously, I got an email from a woman called Rachel Ward, who was the head of production at USC, and said, one of our daughter, one of our uh, student who's just, one of our student who's just graduated from undergrad is making a movie in India, can you help? And we don't know how to go about production and producing it. And I was like, sure. So I met the 24-year-old filmmaker called Raika and uh, I met her and I asked her okay so what's going on who's producing this she said my producers are 12 to 14 year old girls it's like what how are you doing this and that moment just like is one of the moments I'll remember all my life and Raika said my producers are 12 to 14 year old girls um, there was a parent who had seen USC movies of undergrad student, students and loved Raika's movie and introduced Raika to the girls and that's how Raika, 24-year-old herself, became the director on um, period end of sentence. Wow. And uh, next day I had um, lunch with Stacey. I was like, yeah, is Raika your director? Because I got introduced to her through somebody else. She's like, yeah, Raika is directing it. My girls are producing it and her friends. And I was like, I'd love to meet them. And I told Raika also this. I'd love to meet them. They set up a meeting for me in Oakwood School and 10 girls had all seen Lunchbox with their pens and papers out, had a Q&A with me to make me feel comfortable and ask me you know, really important questions on how I made Lunchbox and what I did and how we distributed. And really curious with Melissa Burton there and we had this meeting in her English room in Oakwood School in 2016. And, uh, and those girls have my heart. And um, I was like, guys, don't worry about your movie. Cameras, lights, transportation, crew food just it's done you know Sikha will do it we'll produce it just whatever you need we're there but think about the outreach how will you outreach you know now imagine a point I know sitting out of LA thinking how will somebody go to India what will happen what is it entail who do we get in touch with the language bar barrier everything um, I was like now don't worry about that that's done we're here I'll produce it what will you do when the film is made so I said, you have a power to reach out to just anybody as schoolgirls and say, help us, support us. And then they started writing emails and did more rounds of fundraisers. I was a part of those fundraisers and we did rounds of fundraisers in San Francisco. And a lot of people came together because 40,000 was not enough to make the movie. Then we needed sound, music. Raika came here three times. Um, I had Mandakni Kakar on floor, to, who's also the voice of the film, um, to help navigate and... Vandakni took trips to find the girls, cast the girls, uh, who's the one talking to camera, you know, just groundwork with Action India team. And uh, Raika came for a week, over three times, uh, over a year, and uh, we were able to do this. We were able to capture 
and there was really what i really love about this movie is that we were able to capture a revolution happening on camera if you do talk to girls of hapur now there are men involved on on the pad project and uh, the the stigma has significantly reduced from them saying this is captured in the movie from them saying ki hum jhoot bol ke huggies diaper ka unit bana rahe hain say hum pads bana rahe hain which is for women and one of my favorite line in uh, the film is when suman also a worker on the pad machine jiske ghar par machine lagi hai she says ki hum pehle pitra satta se guzar rahe the which is the land of the which, which is the rule of the father so in in their own language they're explaining patriarchy and their own language they've had a liberation and i being a producer seeing this whole thing from outside i see that this has been a beautiful relay where one girl empowering another in opus school figuring out being curious pushing their parents to help them uh, asking the right questions pushing uh, parents to reach out to more people in san francisco then going there showing up doing this over weekends with their english teacher two empowering girls of hapur where one girl has empowered another now there are units of 8 to 9 girls on every pad project uh, every machine making around 250 uh, selling around 250 pads making uh, enough production and having a conversation of sustainability and we were also very fortunate i got deeply involved in the cause and it's something which is very close to me and i also have to say in my own journey i don't think as a 20 in my teens or in my 20s one could talk about periods so freely i could not and uh, i work with so many amazing men in my office with doing pad project and saying loudly pad project ki accounts to pad project mein kaun kal kya kar raha hai you know and there is a bit of uh, liberation even in my life just being able to freely talk about it in my office with 10 people who work with me um very very freely and i've seen that significantly change and uh, and we just had that intention of making a story capturing the journey so that we could raise more money so that we were lucky to get into csr of we worked on in and, and as i got deeply involved i could work on tapping into csr of um, of a fairly large organization to to be able to do more r&d and help uh, action india on ground for action india to help them on ground to see how to make a unit self sustainable because a couple of times the machine is broken down there have been challenges and those one cannot do with uh, equity you know you do need to do r&ds through donations and then say okay this is what works maybe this machine does not work now there are new machines that are working these days a large problem that we are sol- solving is uh, solar panels and we are very keen to understand what is it that can give them consistent electricity and is there can we do this through solar how economical is it how can one tap into more so that is our so the work is not over but yes we did put menstruation on the map uh, we the whole so the film took 2017 to get made 2018 it was doing festivals we won eight nine top festivals uh, as best film and that led us to get pre selected in the academy and then there was a voting within the documentary section of academy you get into top 9 as a pre selection um, after many many films that are submitted from top 9 going to top 5 is only the documentary branch of voters they vote and um, 
and when we got into top five, that was our biggest win. We were so excited to be nominated. We did not imagine to win the Oscar. We won when we were nominated. We were just like we made a good thing, we made a good film. It needs to be used for education, and that's when Netflix came along and uh, launched this movie in 190 countries um, two weeks before the awards. And uh, it's been amazing. We, as a couple of parents, the English teacher, me, uh, we were five of us who formed a foundation uh, to support the. We formed a foundation which is the last line of the film, and uh, we've had some serious amount of donations wow. after winning. And in my working career, we say you know we want to change. Uh, we want to create a change with content. Audio visual has that kind of power. I think a large part of our change has been to say, okay, we just want to initiate a conversation. You know, we want to make people uncomfortable, or we want to make people curious, or or you know, challenge certain legal procedural when you do films and you ask those questions, and your protagonists go into that tap into that fiction world to ask questions, and you feel as a filmmaker you want to raise. um a conversation and creating a change or raising a change is a large responsibility on an on a filmmaker but in my working career this is the first time i have tangibly seen the needle move and i've and i've seen now we have a large pool of uh, support system and uh, and now schools from around the world are writing we want to help we want to be a part part of the pad project we have more than 20,000 emails on the pad project foundation the foundation that we formed uh after the win uh people curious saying mm-hmm. how can we help what can we do so it's become a mission and it is just started it has yeah. just started now there are school girls there are around 30 girls working on replying to those emails saying thank you to donors it's a full time work <laughs> and now we want to bring the schools to we want indian schools to get aligned we want indian organizations to get aligned mm-hmm. I mean, how do we continue keep doing this? Today morning was our first board meeting, and I was up at four thirty to be a part of the board meeting at L A N, and it was amazing for all of us to ask those questions. And one of the parent is a C A, one of her parent is run organizations, and they were guiding us on what to do, how to do, and how to strengthen ourselves, and you know, be able to use this opportunity and seize this opportunity in the best way, and support Action India and more villages, and use the girls from Hapur. and katigira to educate more you know and everybody is curious and wants to do this great i think this gives a, a lot of insight into what happened so so the concept the idea itself is a good starting point uh, but when you are building things for netflix age or, or platforms like these uh it almost looks like that the time taken to to produce these movies is also far less than what it would be a you know a mainstream complex cinema what does this mean and uh, what happens beyond the idea itself how what are the other key ingredients for you people how do you hand pick actors uh, you know you how does all that work yeah you know it is um, fairly like we grew up seeing i think my immediate environment of filmmakers um is very inspired by europe 
it's very inspired by us we grew up seeing celebrating scorsese celebrating uh, quentin tarantino robert rodriguez and you see these movies and and uh, you think you can go tell a story and then you get to other reality that you need of you need a salman khan or you need a shahrukh khan to tell a story and then you feel extremely demoralized like how does one even break that who has access to that so then there comes a bit of independentness of picking up a camera doing it yourself what does it take so a lot of us have started as assistants um in the business and following good filmmakers not really chasing the money chasing the story chasing the ambition of telling the story and then whatever it takes it takes 15 days to make it it takes 20 days to take it it takes 30 days to take it um you don't have to break and go to switzerland to shoot a song it's real in your face it's raw it comes from the heart and that is the energy of the writer director um that i love i love that and uh, i have a peer group in la actually who have been able to enable independent storytelling and then there is a world of festivals that that celebrates the independent storytelling which is which is generally uh, said as new age which is generally said as uh, disruptive which is it is just good stories waiting to be told mm-hmm. you know they're you know they're they're not two and a half hour indulgent movies they're not song and dance but like i think music is imbibed in us the way we've used music in uh, in masan in suban in anything in haramkhor in gangs of asapur you know it's always been uh, music taking the story forward not breaking and doing a dance and running around trees i mean that world is also gone that was largely 90s of cinema so there is a there is a i think uh, identifying talent and identifying story has been an intuitive process and our and our uh, taste defines us right our taste defines our journey so uh, actually after the win i was on my flight back and it's been overwhelming uh, it's been celebrating and you know um, and nobody prepares you for success <laughs> there's a lot of conversation for failure and and starting up again and doing this and i think that resilience needs to be there uh, because not not you you don't cross 100 crores in box office on and i think okay i'm i'm diverting but i do want to say that you know what happened was i saw this happen in this decade of last decade of working was where critics grew films getting five stars four stars uh, became significant and there is just influx of critics and then there are some amazing credible critics like uh, raja sen anu chopra uh, rajiv masand and uh, so on and so forth and uh, So I see Bollywood started saying "saw crore." Saw crore became a bedroom conversation. You know, box office of films was is a new narrative that is put into films. So people, laymen, would say, "Arey, ye film ne saw crore kamaliye, we should go see it." So that is a larger narrative to kill the five stars. So I just generally like wow, Bombay Times front page being ये फिल्म ने सौ करोड़ कमा लिया है दो सौ करोड़ कमा लिया है what does that even mean thirty percent of it goes into taxes uh, what is balance is fifty five percent of that goes into 
uh, is a distributor share distributor sorry theatrical share which means exhibitor share so 55% of it is an exhibitor share which is pvr zinox fun cinema carnival of the world then what is left 10 to 15% of that is the distributor share the the company the studio or an individual who physically distributes and puts out the movie and what is left is around 27 to 30% is what is the producer share and that is theatrically summing up to in large business point and in 30% averaging out to 30% you have to recoup the marketing cost and you have to recoup the cost of production which is not usually yes there are parallel rights that kick in yes there is tv rights and digital rights which are now significant and huge uh there is uh, from airline rights to shipping rights to music rights that does tend to break even and even give profit but this large theatrical conversation has been um, you know silencing a film that got five stars so um, a film that got five stars is now being celebrated by netflix is now being celebrated by amazon is now being celebrated by a hot star and the curious paying audience who can pay for subscription are happy to see good content are happy to see access they are firstly they are happy to access mm. i mean one of the biggest population accessing game of thrones is india and uh, we are we are we are seeing good quality storytelling epically told uh, i mean there has been ramanand sagar's mytho um in india two decades ago and i think after that there is game of thrones which is a fictitious mythological crazy world but we are so it's it is we're all learning living and learning and i think now a common layman through netflix uh has access to german and romanian and arab and french cinema and and that's allowing us to also have access to french audiences and german audiences yeah. and korean audiences and you know 190 countries so when you build something <coughs> thinking about these platforms do you build for this audience like how much of your thinking compared to before is about this audience has have things changed in that sense actually actually uh i've i i've uh, i think suffered the brunt of being early you know in 2012 you take peddlers to uh, can 2013 you take monson shoot out and lunchbox to can and and peddlers we've still not been able to release because they're all spotted and they don't know how to handle this now they're excited to put it on eros now you know and uh, it was a good film then it is a good film now it is always stay a good storytelling we crowdfunded and made it under a crow we took pride in doing all this we took pride in going to can so i don't think one is building thinking about um strategically selling to somebody one is just telling good stories and and you have to continue showing up and believing and doing this because what we do is a long standing format um from script to stage it takes a couple of years yes you can raise money quickly and you can shoot quickly and you can make an industry out of this which is all now but otherwise i mean just to raise money it took like 6 months 1 year there is no limit to when you actually find the money to make the film happen or even crowdfunding then 
the shooting process you can go shoot in 25 days you can go shoot in 20 days 25 days. you can edit in two months you can do the sound in another month and you can be ready but then you stand in the same line of distribution yeah. and then that distribution can take how do you get the ear of the right person that is still controlled by Bollywood I realized I was saying I was uh, bullish about saying I don't need Bollywood I can go tell stories on my own I raised money on my own and I raised money from France and Germany for Lunchbox and France from uh, for Monsoon Shootout we pre-sold TV and we've crowdfunded for Haram Core Peddlers and sold my house for Monsoon Shootout so passionate to tell these stories and you know you you just want to go tell this and make it and there is an urge of and it's and it's amazing that urge of going and telling them that passion nobody can recreate and then you have to stand in the same line to get accepted by the same people you said I don't think I need you to tell my stories you know and that's when I hit a rock bottom I was like what am I doing making all these films I have to stand in the same queue for the same approval because it's the same people that control theatrical you know so it's only now that filmmakers like me and independents are being celebrated now is good now is good <laughs> And now going to Cannes, I mean, you will get 3x of your budget because you will be celebrated globally by a player like Netflix. How much... Uh, so a lot of this viewing is happening on mobile phones. Has that changed storytelling or production in any way for you? Or should it in, in future? What? I mean, not for films. I think, uh, like, there is new and new avenues of storytelling and films generating like audio you know now people want uh, audios of good films told through audio world you know and uh, i think uh, storytelling and uh, i think we are just being allowed to tell our stories firstly there is a bit of a breather you know we have for so long not been allowed not there's not been representation there have been so many um, we would love to be in theaters but the but the challenge of theatres and the marketing cost is so high. It's actually because it was not like this 10 years ago. It was very low and it was fairly average. And it is still the same for Tamil, Telugu, Marathi cinema. But for Hindi, because studios came in and American studios came in and they uh, wanted to control conversations, control, uh, con start controlling distribution and uh, signing big actors for 500 crores and three... And because of those practices, that just increased the money spent on marketing. And when a big film spends 25 crores on marketing, a small film needs to spend 6 to 7 crores. And when you take pride in making a film in 2 crores, a good story, in 2 crores, 3 crores, you take pride in killing yourself and doing this and you say, I want to be a part of the upside. And then you stand at a point where you need 6-7 crores for a pan-India marketing. I mean, it makes no business sense. It makes no sense. And then you are a... You know, you're trying to be a me too of what a Salman Khan film did. You know, can we get holdings? Can we get this? Can we, we don't need that. We don't, that is not a sustainable distribution model. It's very, very broken. And then the government tax system does not help. I mean, the money that they make from a Dangal or uh, um, a Kabir Khan movie um, or a Salman Khan, Charu Khan, Amir Khan movie, that doesn't go into film industry. That doesn't go to support new voices. That doesn't go to support in uh, NFDC or, you know, the days when they were doing Gandhi or they were doing Sudhir Mishra movies and 
Ketan Mehta movies in the 80s when NFTC was so active. That doesn't happen now. That money is gone to make roads. So when a filmmaker like me has to go to a film festival, we have to generate more money to actually subtitle our movie in France. We have to generate more money to be at Cannes. To, it's one of the most expensive places to be there to represent the movie. And uh, there's no support. So it's been a lot of questions in my mind. that we've been, I've had nine films in Cannes, 14 in Toronto. We are putting India on the map. We are putting our stories on the map. But how are we doing this? And we have to constantly tap into broken system of business and financing. But there has been, or there has been this amazing need of survival, of telling stories, of showing up. I will not take away that there was a low time, and I didn't know how to release them. And that was in two thousand, right after Lunchbox, where I had global box office business. More than hundred crores, if everybody likes that number so much, and internationally the box office was bigger than uh, uh, my name is Khan and Chennai Express um, outside India, and uh, just understanding that an independent film can do so much was the first time. There was so much first time, and I had five more unreleased movies, and I didn't have buyers. Viacom, Fox, Eros was not our buyers, and theatrically was not our buyers. and that is what how hindi language suffered however in marathi in tamil they can still release in lesser values that is still possible what was possible 10 years ago for hindi language because they don't they have to only do they have to only market in a regional media regional radio regional tv and uh, i had a low phase of a one and a half year where i was questioning everything and i was it was dark it was depressing and to articulate that you know this was happening and then arrives digital blares and then suddenly now from 2017 18 onwards we are celebrated where are the independent filmmakers telling good stories and uh, we want volume of it uh, we want more masans we want more lunch boxes we want more peddlers we want more haram courts you know and uh, that has led an influx of actors i mean from nimrat kaur to vicky kaushal uh, to vijay verma who was our main lead on uh, Monsoon Shootout, who's now Gully Boy fame, uh, to Shweta Tripathi uh, from Haram Khor and Masan, to you know, um, it's uh, it's an industry now being formed with the independents, which I'm excited about, and I'm excited. This feels like 2.0 version. Uh, this feels like all the fighting and all the angst. Now it's just somebody has just said you're allowed to continue making good stories. Now how many can you tell? how do you know if a story is good enough to be produced into a documentary or a movie or or whatever how what is your you know thing so uh i mean uh, the 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 quick answer is intuition uh but sometimes uh like let me tell you this like um I saw a documentary on Murugunatham, uh, Murugunatham, and and uh, made by a Singapore Indian filmmaker, Indian filmmaker based in Singapore, Amit, and uh, I saw that in Dharamshala Film Festival um, many many years ago, and I was very moved by it. And that time, I did not think that this could be a biopic, and somebody, Balki, came up with the idea of. turning it into a biopic and made padman um 
while following the journey of of installing a pad project installing a pad machine we started following goals of hapur and that demonstrated to be a documentary and that also a short documentary so when there is a story there is a finite story you know this can be a film or a or a biopic you know that this can be a movie uh sometimes when people come and pitch me a story they're actually reveal or that's only just one thread there is no layer to this and i actually plead them to turn this into a short film you know because people want to make a feature film they want to continue telling the story for one reveal after 45 minutes and there is no patience for that you know so that reveal is should come in 15 minutes give it to people they take it they feel happy and you've made a good film you know rather than a stretched story you have to layer it you have to give more beats you have to to sustain two hours to sustain two hours of uh, human attention you know because it's one way storytelling people are locked in looking at our stories and i and in my heart i never want to take that 90 minutes to two hours granted for anyone and that is a filter for me like why are people seeing this i ask that question to myself why will somebody spend their two hours and watch this and now the responsibility is gone bigger because of premium dramas 6 hours 8 hours binge watching so the skill set of telling longer stories is is what we are learning now i mean uh, there was weekly there was a there was weekly episodic stuff happening before 2000 and in 2000 started daily daily soaps and soaps came into being for two decades and now we want to tell uh, premium dramas 10 episodes from 40 minutes to an hour uh which have cliffhangers in the end and uh, they're binge worthy for you to come come back and invest in those characters so when you can build characters which are lovable and flawed and uh stories and 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 um niches that you can highlight one can do series and if it is a, a finite story of a journey of a victory of a of a a few stories coming together they can be feature if it is just a thin plot line but uh, the reveal is big like we did a shot called plus minus which just won the film fair as best shot um yesterday um and it's been an exciting month of winning an oscar for a short doc and a winning a film fair for a short fiction film um uh, that has a when you see plus minus it's a classic example of it's freely available on youtube um it's a classic example of a reveal that is served to you in under 15 minutes so mm-hmm. that's that's how it defined that let's do this as a short final question from peddler to period if you were to pick one or two key lessons for you as a producer as a movie maker beyond the context of netflix or last time what would be two three key lessons just show up every day um the films that i'm working on now the stories i want to tell now they'll only come to life in 2021 or maybe 2022 you know you you take a year to write a script at least i mean it's not so easy to churn out 100 pages of good content and then do feedbacks i'm a curious producer i and and i'm i always think what is the best way to tell the story a filter i put in my mind is okay who are how do we expand the journey of the story i mean obviously you can maybe go sell it to a um a broker who will sell it to another smaller platform and 
you know and that is and i i have i've had this very curious filter of from peddlers to now to even dasdaniya to even salam india my first film uh, how can i expand the audience how can i make this a conversation that the whole world is interested in and uh, and i'm telling you this on my flight back to la from my flight back from la i was uh, pretty overwhelmed and the it was 24 hours of me time and i was thinking that this is not overnight you know peddlers went to can uh, gangs of asapur went to can um haram khor haram khor one mumbai film festival zuban open busan uh, monsoon shoot out lunchbox went to can tigers went to toronto um lunchbox went to sundance and um period went to the oscars and won the oscars i mean it it won um, and it has been and and that says that just says of that just defines taste i mean it's constantly stories that we want to put up on the globe we wait for a festival launch we extend conversations we handhold our investors and we say we want to do this and it's been uh, it's been a journey of being curious and putting stories on the map and i think always ask yourself what is the best person to advise me on this in the world so i have shamelessly wrote to people to say would you please read my script you know would you please advise uh for lunchbox i think 500 people saw rough cut to explain us to to advisors on the edit you don't know everything and it's good to take feedback and it's good to be open to feedback and then to retain your voice you know and then to re- have the magic of retaining the voice and putting it out in the universe like a classic example of lunchbox a lot of feedback from india was end me ghanti to dal do you know unko milwa do unko dikha do i felt the same <laughs> yeah that is a lot of india feedback but that was not the feedback from europe and uh us they were like we love it and uh, that has that has made the film amar you know i feel that ending is so curious that people in russia and small village have reached out to me and said what happens in the end can you please tell us and it was like this is exactly why we left it open <laughs> what happens as per you at least you think about it beyond those one and a half hours you gave us in cinema so yeah life lessons show up every morning believe in yourself continue doing what you are doing uh it joins its dots sometimes it joins its dots and and awards i mean i think i have always thought that once i go what is the story that i leave behind these films will last longer than i do and uh, that means a lot to me and uh, these awards and festival wins make these uh, films noticeable in the whole world and some day somewhere someone will join this dot 100 years from now 200 years from now and we'll say okay there was somebody telling these stories so um, i'm curious stay curious uh, ask the world ask questions like where is the best place in the world for advice see practices that european filmmakers russian filmmakers Japanese filmmakers, Korean filmmakers have followed, Iranian filmmakers have followed, and uh, and the filmmaking community is wonderful around the world. And um, being curious, asking questions, I stumbled upon these stats, which is that India is two to five percent of world's box office, uh, so it's under five percent. So while as an Indian filmmaker, you're so curious about Sau Karod and Dosu Karod, but once you zoom out, you realize that. films like lion have made 350 million dollars and uh, that's a story based out of india and why can't we do that 
you know a film like hidden figures has made 400 million dollars and uh, india box office was a percentage of it a small percentage of it so that changed my perspective and uh, ask questions to build vision be open to learning i've done producing workshops around the world um i have not chased money i've chased content and i've chased best people who can advise me for this and people are there to advise you you can find their emails and you can be respectful for their time and you know as a as an i think i think it is every 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 film is a startup and every and it's like a classic entrepreneur where you need to redefine it every time you know and uh, it's interesting and uh, just keep doing it and 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 it all makes sense and money will always follow you if you tell good stories and now there is like iPhones and there is Google pixels you know to tell stories and uh, there are uh, digital stars who are talking to cameras and making more money than i do uh, so yeah <laughs> it is amazing stay curious and uh, god speed gunit always thank lovely you. talking to you i <laughs> hope you. 100 years from now someone listens to this podcast <laughs> they will they'll dig it yeah. Yeah. so thank you so much thank you. really enjoy